When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps-coated universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. Absolutely delighted to be here with Jared and Ashley, probably Bachelor Nation's favorite couple. Hi, guys. <laughs> Don't no, that's, me. What? That's Where very sweet of you to say. I think it's true. Maybe not after last summer's Bachelor in Paradise. They did you guys wrong. No, they didn't do us wrong. I thought they did us so right. It was just the audience was not, that's not what they wanted. It was a different, sh- it was a different show. Wait, we're going to come back to it. But I, okay, I've okay. Been, I honestly almost texted you guys about this, though we, I like you both a lot. We just don't communicate very often. I drive through Rhode Island all the time. I like to stop at exit, the former exit eight on I-95 or exit seven. To, what to would go that back. be? What town, babe? It's East Greenwich. Or, oh, okay. So Island. the nicest place. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like to go there to go to either Panera or Cumberland Farms. Okay. I can't find it anymore because they fucking renumbered the exits. I know. It's very frustrating. I'm so confused. Why did they do that? Because Rhode Island probably just got bored and had nothing better to do with their lives. And they're like, ah, let's just rename, re- renumber some stuff. Let's just change it up. It's frustrating. It's really because, painful. Yeah. The airport exit was always exit 13. And now it's, I don't even know what it is. It's like 20 it's, something. It's like 25. Yeah, it's very stupid. That was my hot topic to start. Oh, this really? Okay. Well, I just like, have never been an exit number person. Even when I say that my family is originally from Jersey, they're like, what exit? And I'm like, oh, I don't know that. I could just tell you whether the town is on the side. Ashley always tells me that she's great at directions, but I, I don't think you I've still know, seen this. You know that I'm good at directing myself. <laughs> I can't give directions. That's the thing. I have a great sense of direction, but I cannot articulate directions because I'm like one of those people that don't know their left and my right. I have to, in my head, say I, do an I write with my hand. I have to think, what hand do you write with? I do the L so I can yeah. look at it and I'm like, oh, that's my left hand. It's yeah. hard for me. I instinctively know it when driving, but when someone's like, like if I'm doing like yoga and they're like, oh, hey, left foot up. I'm like, which one no is way. that? Yeah, no it's way. No, awkward. it's so frustrating because I'm driving and she'll be like, oh, you're taking a left at the light and I'll be approaching the light, going into the left lane. She's like, what, what are you, are you doing? doing? 
And like, oh, I, she's like, you know, I meant right. You know, I don't know my left from my right. I'm I like, do okay, not deny you. that I am really bad at giving directions. Terrible. Awful. Well, that's what a GPS is for. Yeah. Yeah, but she she gets I'm not so good angry. I'm saying them out loud. No, 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 no. She gets angry when I put something in the GPS. Wow. The other day we were going to a movie theater and I put it in the GPS and she goes, I know where I'm going. And I said, okay, grandpa, direct me. And then, of course, <laughs> we hit traffic, and then she was rerouting me. And she's like, oh, now it's taking so much long. And then I just put in the GPS. And she, and then the GPS was taking us a different route. And she's, she's like, oh, that's not the way I would have gone. But it said nine minutes to go. So I said, I'm sticking with this. I know it's nine minutes. And we're not going to take your 12-minute detour just to make yourself feel better. And now we're taking you way too much time talking about this. <laughs> well, I just want to say, I, um, I drive to Cape Cod a lot from New York. By the way, I don't know if you guys know, I moved to New York three years ago. I did. I did. Not I did. Yeah. Yeah. I moved back here because the East Coast is way better, obviously. And anyway, obviously. I like to stop in Rhode Island on the way and to Cape Cod. And I'm always like, I should go to Audrey. So one day I'm just going to drop in and see what it's all about. How, how is do. it? How's it going? It's going well. I mean, it drains every ounce Seems of my really energy hard. and bank account and bank account. Obviously, it's a business. So pumping a lot of money in, not seeing a lot of money out right now. It's in a year and a half. It's busy. People seem to really like it. Knock on wood. I mean, I work extremely hard at it because I just care a lot about it. I've always worked in restaurants. So even I remember when I was living with Nick and I was seeing you more often. I mean, I was bartending at the Belmont at the time just for side oh cash. God. How did you not end up on Vanderpump Rules? That's the biggest question. You know, they go there all the time on the show. I've, I've met a few of them. I met Stasi and a couple other cast members of Vanderpump. And they were very nice, but no, I mean, I don't think, especially. They I, film I mean, there though sometimes. Like they will, like they use it as a location. Really? Yeah. I saw JC. Right around the corner. I know. I just, I saw JC from NSYNC one time. That oh was my cool. God. That's a I huge know. one. That's awesome. He came in like Saturday morning or Sunday morning, eight in the morning. He was the first customer and he walked in and he's like, you guys open? So I said, yeah. And then I was like, man, who is that guy? How do I know him? And he was waiting outside for a buddy. He was there for like four hours because he had his long hair. And he was wearing sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who he the looks hell? great these days. He's gone he gray. Looks, yeah. He looks, he, he probably just had an all night bender. Cause I'm not going to lie. <laughs> he, he came in, he looked a little rough. That's why I was like, who the hell is this guy? And then I'm like, Oh my God, that's JC from NSYNC. I used to work near the Waffle on Sunset Boulevard near Vine. And I used to see Jeff Timmons, one of the members of 98 Degrees there. And Mm -hmm. I was told he was a regular. So this is a very LA thing, like former boy bander getting breakfast. And you're just like, wow, you had a rough night. I know. And such an impact on my life. Me too. I won't speak of this about any boy bander. I will not speak ill of them. Well, I love them. Actually, we share a love for the Backstreet Boys. (laughs) How are you feeling about AJ's trial separation? So sad, but actually it sounds very, it sounds like they're going to get back together. It's promising because I, they, I they, they're so. saying it's a separation and then they go, we hope that the time apart and like what we could like learn and blah, blah throughout it will help us be better mended in the future. So that's good. I, but did I you hear so. about Nick Carter today? No. The dream girl? Oh, wait till you hear you can get off. But the, with the girl from yeah, the dream back in the day? The, the girl, the girl band dream. Yeah. Yeah, did, it, isn't she suing him for yeah sexual assault? assault. Yeah, so yeah. you did see it. No, it came, it came out a while ago. It's back. It's when did it come out a while ago? Uh, like I don't know. Now I have no idea. Yeah, there was another girl earlier in the year. Oh no! Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, that sucks. Well, I'm sorry yeah. I brought it up. Let's get back to you guys on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Will you be going on Bachelor in Paradise again this summer? It's coming up. It's here. It's here. Here we are in April. 
soon. I know. Are we going? I mean, probably not. No. They're probably not going to invite us. Never this is again. so sad. They'll invite us again. Obviously. We were convinced while it was airing. We are like, all right. So yeah, every done. time we say it could be the last time, it could be the last time. And then it's never the last time. Because every time we were watching it. We were like, oh, God, it's yeah, the it's last, the last time. time. Because every time we go down to paradise, we always treat it like it's our last time because it always could be. I mean, we went down, sure. you know, for, I mean, I remember it was our second season. We were like, we'll, we'll never be in paradise again. Yeah. And then we got invited back for Carly and Evan's wedding. And we're like, oh, this is probably the last time we're ever going to be here. And then we got engaged there the year afterwards, which is insane. Yeah, then Crystal and, and Chris's And then uh, the next year was Crystal and Chris's wedding. We got invited to that. So every year we're like, this is the last time. We got to really soak it up. We don't know. And then the year after that, what the hell did we do then? Was par- oh, there might have been no paradise. There was no yeah. paradise. And then Pandemic. obviously this past paradise. Oh, and then I was pregnant when they asked us to go during that other paradise. And then we didn't go. And then we... Point being, <laughs> I mean, of course, like if, if they want us to go down and hand out a day card, do whatever, of course we'd love to do that. But... I mean, last year was tough. Just, it was amazing. We had the best time, but it was tough seeing the reaction. Not so much. I, I don't really care what people think. And most of the people were honestly nice. It well, was wasn't like a you problem. It was a show problem. Exactly. A lot of people. And that was, that made me feel good. They were like, we don't hate Ashley and Jared, but we're hating watching them. And it was like, oh, that sucks because we want, we love the franchise so much. We just want, sorry. We just, we want to help the franchise in any way. Not that we really can help it, but because it's just like they help us more than we help them. But like, you know, when we went down there, we were like, this is so cool. And we want people to enjoy this and we want people to watch and I don't know, and just have a good time. And it didn't work out that way. And I think we just felt like we kind of failed The Bachelor a little bit. So we're like, damn, that sucks. I, I think The Bachelor failed you. I don't think it's on you guys. I'll say this. The most disappointing part about the reaction was that people didn't pay attention to our actual date. And our date was really special, not just to us. I think that a lot of married couples would have been able to relate to it and really like it. So I think a lot of the other, the silly stuff that was padded around it took away from that moment. And then I also do think that they put excessive silly stuff in because we were recording the silly stuff and, you know, we are game for everything. You know, we're not there to, you know, be an actual cast member. So like if they want to do like skitty stuff with us, Mm -hmm. we're down to play. But they played a lot with like, especially the whole like, when are they going to have sex thing? And I was like, I knew when we were playing that. I was like, guys, this is so old. Everybody's tired of Ashley I and sex. Okay. This is so overdone. I didn't even think about that, actually. I was just sort of like, no, because no offense, Ashley. I don't really think about your sexual history that (laughs) much. Thank (laughs) you. But also, like that didn't even occur to me. But I was also just thinking like, I would say the vast majority of my friends are married. And if they have time away from their kids or like on vacation, like, yeah, they just want to sleep. Like, I just feel like that's actually the most normal thing is to be like, Oh, well, we're, we don't have our child around. So we're going to sleep in or like maximize just being alone. Yeah. Is the most missed thing. It's the best child. And so when we were down there doing all the skits and stuff like that, we thought we were under the impression. It wasn't even hoping we thought like, we're not going to get that much screen time. Any screen time we get is awesome. Because it was going to be about the cast and everything like that. And then so watching back, like, oh, my God, we're on we're on the TV again. Holy shit. And it was like, oh, my God, that episode, because it was like Bachelor Data or something had the time of how many how much time they spent on each cast member. And we there was an episode we legitimately were two to one. 
yeah, to every other cast member. The person behi- like, oh, behind no. us. I mean, it's fantastic. Like, I love The Bachelor thinking that people want to watch us that badly, but we knew. We were like, I don't think they want to watch us that badly. We, yeah, and, we uh, knew because based on the night before, people were like, <laughs> what are they doing here? What are they doing here? And I was like, oh, God, tomorrow's the day that they're probably going to have the most of us. ABC, I think last season, ABC ordered extra episodes, so they had to, like, fill well, time. They told us that. They were like, yeah. we have extra episodes, so we're thinking about how to fill it. Do you want to come? Yeah. Right. I think, but I think this kind of speaks to part of why, like, the show just needs, like, changeover. I mean, based on what's been reported, it doesn't seem like Mike Fleiss was leaving because of a bad season of Bachelor in Paradise. But I do think that this show, like, everyone, this conversation seems to be like the show needs to change and evolve. And I think part of, like, knowing how to use episodes in a way that's not just, like, really, like, over-the-top shtick is kind of part of part of the problem at the moment. And you're probably with me where the moments that they show at the end, yeah, the best. credits, are the ones that should be embedded in the episode. Yeah, totally. Everybody wants that, and everybody's wanted that for years. And as cast members, we get frustrated because those are the moments that like make our time there. And we never yeah. get to see them. And those are the moments that bond the cast and bond the lead with the whoever he's dating. Right. So it's like, yeah, if you were to show that, you would get it more. You would understand the connections. The person for whom I feel like that was the most true in recent memory is Michelle Young. Michelle clearly is, like, fun and goofy and likes to have a good time. And I feel like we never got to see that, especially when she was on that season. Like, you would only see that in the post credit scenes where she would, like, challenge him to doing push-ups or just, like, do something silly. And I feel like they never really showed her personality. Yeah, I think the question becomes, what are they... How do they do that? Because it's they already boil down footage so much yeah. that I'm curious, what do they do? Do they shoot less content and then air more of it? Or do they go to a streaming service and start pumping out like 16 episodes? I don't know how long other shows are like Love Island or... Love Island's on every day. I recently got into it and I wake up and I watch Love Island. I'm like, well, the season's <laughs> over. But I'm like, okay, cool. It's 6 a.m. I have 42 minutes to pound out an episode of Love Island. I mean, Paradise might, you know, have to do something like that. I don't know. But I think... On Bachelor you, Party, by the way, on Bachelor Party in May, we're going to rewatch Love Island UK season three. So if you want to get on board, we're going to have a watching schedule. Oh, love it. I tried to watch UK, the first one, well, a couple years ago. And I was like... Why is this so trashy, though? Like, I couldn't it deal is. with it. The yeah, one guy was like, I've slept with 400 women. And I was like, I can't watch this show. <laughs> they had this 23-year-old on this past season who was like, I've slept with 100 women. And he's like a farmer. Literally, he's a sheep farmer. I'm just like, how are you encountering that many women, period? You live on a farm. I'm just like, where are you going? I know I know someone from Bachelor who has slept with over 100 women. Who? Well, I'm not <laughs> saying it, but you know this person as well. Wow, oh, I'm gonna have to think no, about that. No, that makes you think about no, it, so many people. It's not people. Nick. It's I not Nick. It, I, didn't, I didn't think it was. Okay, good. Yeah, Cut that, that, that out too. Why? Nobody knows. I'm gonna it think could about be anybody. It. it could be hundreds of she, people. You know, she knows her too. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know him personally. I just know that yeah. you know this person from the show. Yeah, she's been watching the show for like 15 years. Yeah, so it could Forever. be ever for so long. Do you guys still like watching the show? It depends. It, it's. It, it, I'd always. This. Okay. Wow. Actually, stumble. You're gonna lie. No. Okay. <laughs> I do enjoy watching the show. There had. There. I actually enjoyed this season quite a bit. Once we start rolling with it. Now I was pretty not so rolling with it the first couple episodes, but then I started getting into it. It was a great group of women. I loved how much they liked each other. Yes, I think that was why I liked this season because the cast of women was really amazing. I actually was invested in their happiness once we got to like top 
seven ish. Mm-hmm. And then it was the girls and like who here deserves the best was kind of like what I was watching for. Not so much like rooting for Zach, like Zach's fine, but like I wanted the women to be happy. A real game changer was that they basically had a whole episode about Zach when he had COVID. So you got to like see the women just hanging out in England together and like drinking. And that was That fun. may have bonded us. That may have yeah. bonded me to the cast that yeah. episode, actually. Yeah, yeah. totally. Because they were like just pounding beers. I've said pounding twice in like two minutes after you <laughs> ta- brought up your, <laughs> your sexual history. So I'm <laughs> thinking about sex. <laughs> but it definitely did me like Zach having COVID was, was good for the show in a, in a weird way, even though we all had to live through the horrible. Yeah. It took Zach away from the show and focused on the women. It was great for the show. It wasn't yeah. just that. I also <laughs> liked the fact that that tease was so amazing that I really needed to know what happened to him that week going into it. And that's when it kind of all turned around for me too. This episode is brought to you by Reese's peanut butter cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Psst. Hey, I have a secret. Uh-huh. I use secret whole body deodorant because more than just my armpits stink. Uh-huh. Can I use it where my bra rubs under my... Oh, <laughs> yeah. And what about down there? You know, my... Totally. Four out of five gynecologists would recommend it. So I tried it and now I get 72 hours of freshness from my pits to my... Ooh, I love that it's a spray. Me too. And it comes in sticks and creams, too. Go get your secret whole body deodorant. How do you guys stay unspoiled? You're so connected and you've, you're in the pod world. Like, how does that happen? I try hard. I'll actually, you know, I don't, I don't try hard. I just try. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, if you don't look them up. I try then... not to look at things. So, like, if it says spoiler when I'm reading something, I don't click on it people used to be really annoying and they'd like comment under my Instagram. Like, can you believe this? And I got spoiled like via fans a few times. Mm, Same. And now we are actually disconnected enough from the cast that we don't get spoiled via cast anymore. That's nice. That's cool. Do people like reach out for you for advice after they've been on the show? Like what's your, what's your role in bachelor nation these days? Not really. I mean, I feel like a lot of people, it's the leads that reach out. So they'll Mm. reach out to Ben or Nick or, or Sean, as we saw this past season where he was on every episode. But yeah, so I feel like the leads will communicate a lot and talk about like how you should do it and what should happen. I've only ever talked to one person, really. And you won't even believe who it was. Oh, yeah, it was. It, oh, who was it? It was it was Waboom. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. Waboom. What a throwback. To, Seriously. To season. I know. Uh, so I talked to Waboom and he was hysterical. He's very sweet, and very nice. 
But he talked, I remember he talked to Ben and then Ben texted me and said, hey, this guy, because we didn't know who he was before the show started airing. So I had no idea this guy was going to become Waboom. And then Ben was like, this guy's looking for advice. I told him to contact you because you would give him better advice than me. I'm like, oh, thanks, bro. So then uh, <laughs> I ended up talking to him on the phone for like 45 minutes. And then, of course, it airs. And it's Waboom. I'm like, dude, you just dude, keep doing the Waboom. You'll be fine. I have to say, I think both of us kind of have that complex where it's like we feel like we've basically graduated college and then we go hang out at a high school party. So we don't sure. do a lot of reaching out on our own. And that's why we liked Paradise this year, too, because we got to make friends with the cast. It was like, you know, kind of living vicariously through them. It's fun. I mean, it's fun definitely talking to the cast. Like we were with Rodney and Nate. They were at Audrey's. Nate is- so beautiful. I like Rodney a lot too. Nate is he just, truly yeah. is so stunning. Like, stunning. I said to Jared it's during shocking. the weekend, I was like, how many times did I say it's because he's so good looking or can you believe how beautiful he is? Like he, he is really very, is like he's smart. He's a really smart yeah. guy. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all in on Nate. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, because they were talking about paradise and, you know, obviously both have been inquired about going to paradise this summer. And they were like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do it. And, I, you know, Ashley and I are just like, go to the beach. Go on Paradise. Yeah. Don't say no. Because what is going to happen, because it's happened to former cast members, and they every single time you say no, the show airs, everybody gets a spike, it's fun, you're talked about, you're on TV, you get opportunities afterwards, and you immediately regret not going on. Mm-hmm. Just go on the show. Mm-hmm. And, yep, it might not work out. And you might hate it at times, but I promise once it's over, you're going to be very happy you did it. And that's my biggest advice. And what I think is always really cool about meeting cast is that you always have so much to relate to each other on. You may have like only met somebody once in passing, like with Rodney and Nate. We'd only met them. Well, with Rodney, we hung out with him in paradise. But with Nate, we'd only met him once very briefly at Nick's engagement party. And then mm-hmm. we have we invite them over to the other side of the country, hang out with them, and it's like you have plenty to talk about yeah. for hours and hours. Yeah, they're, that's awesome. I really like both of them a lot. Rodney was on the pod recently and got the chance to chat with Nate recently too. And they're like really great guys. It seems like the crew who was on Paradise last year, 2022, is like very tra- traumatized by their experience. Yeah, I, don't, we, I don't really know we why. We find the similar thingness from them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not it's sure why of, either, honestly. It's pretty weird. I'm just like... Yeah, everybody kind of seemed traumatized about Paradise and I'm not sure why. Nothing changed. It was just... Right. When we were down there, we did notice... Every, Something changed. They pulled the girls apart and brought them to the resort. Well, yeah. They really didn't like that. But what bothers me and what, what always will bug me is you signed up to be on a reality TV show. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, so even that's why sometimes I can't watch the show. I love the show. I love the show more than anything. I want the show to be the most successful reality TV show. It already is kind of history. But. You get annoyed at tell-alls, too. And they're like, why didn't you do this? Why oh didn't you do God. that? And, and Jared's it's, like, because it's a TV show. That's why they didn't do that. What I couldn't stand this past season was when Gabby was like, he wouldn't do this to me. He wouldn't bring me. Like, why? You know, he wouldn't make me wait all day and then break up with me at the stage. And then she kept saying like, why would he do that to me? Why would he do that to me? If he loved me, he wouldn't do that to me. And it's like, you, what? This is how the show works. Two people get brought down. One gets broken up with, and it's very sad. And of course people are rooting for you, Gabby, as they well should, because it is sad and it's tough and it's a breakup and you were right there and you almost got the engagement. 
But guess, and then just like, and it's so weird because months go by and then you have the tell all fine. But then afterwards it's still like, there's this like, I don't know. It's like, what, 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 and it's not just, I shouldn't point out Gabby. Obviously Gabby's very sweet. I wish nothing but the best for her. I'm he not did big Gabby screw fan. her over, but yeah, yes, I like Gabby did. too, but I will say Wait, that how did they screw one? her over? Hold on. How well, did they screw I'm her Jared, over? Jared, a national, a national humiliation as far as like, I, I had sex with her in the suite. Like yeah, but the show didn't do that. Zach no, did he that. did. Yeah, well, he did that. I'm not saying yeah. it was the show's fault. Although I I don't know that he like made all of his decisions on his own. Of but course, he probably didn't. But like, it's always, I, I just like, I, I bet that that was Zach's idea. Being like, I want to go into yeah. this. I'm sure the show wasn't like, hey, you should go, you should do this. I'm sure Zach was like, I don't want to have sex with anybody. And they're like, okay, great. Talk about it. And he's like, okay. And Jesse's okay. genuinely surprised. But what I was going to say is that I think Gabby has since said that she went down. She didn't just self-eliminate because she wanted Katie, which is very sweet, to feel like Zach was really picking her. And so as a result, she went through with it so that Katie didn't feel like second choice. And I don't know if that's true or not, but if that's true, that also sort of makes it seem like Gabby was like playing the game a little bit for the camera, which I have no problem with, but then it's like, can't, can't have it both ways. Yeah, exactly. I'm interviewing her tomorrow on Almost Famous, so I will ask that question. I also just want to kind of pad off what Jared's saying a little bit. As much as he complains about that when he's watching the show now, I'm always like, Jared, you were the ultimate pawn in everyone's hand back in the day. You <laughs> believed that in so much about like everything was like, everything was 100% authentic. No, you, I didn't. You and Caitlin, you know, if she wasn't with Sean, you were hoping that she'd be single in paradise. You know, it was like a whole bunch of you know, yes and no. Yes. He had like a fantasy about the whole show. Thought everything was like the cleanest, most true to life. No, I did ever. not. You did, babe. No, I did not. But no, no, no. <laughs> you did. You were so fantasy like and so naive and sweet about it. No. And now he's Mr. Cynical. He's so jaded. Very jaded. Well, I'm an old grumpy man now. Get off my lawn, I say. Do you think that this is a legit question? Do you think that living in LA changed that for you? Because I think living in LA makes people cynical, especially if you really believe in the magic of television beforehand. Well, Jared loves production, so he, I, I, I don't think I don't it was know. LA. I, I think, think it's it just is. watching the show, and you know what has amazed me about the show is that it's been so successful for so long, and there's definitely a formula, obviously. Yeah. And you know, I watch season after season, and it's really so similar in terms of the storylines and what happens. And the only thing they're different is that there's different people. Like there's always, you know, it's like if you come in fourth place, you're going to be a fan favorite. And it's going to be a hard breakup. And then, you know, they're always going to make it look like that the runner up is favorite or, you know what I mean? There's all like, there's just, there's a, a, a playbook, you know? Yeah, and so of course. I think that has made me cynical because I've, you know, just from being, a part of the show and watching the show, you know, I'm like, oh, this happened to someone. Like, you're fine. You're gonna be fine. I <laughs> He's promise you're fine. Nick. He's turned into Nick. Yeah, I'm like, your life is better now. <laughs> your life is so much better after being on this show. Why are you crying? Anyway. You, yeah, you guys are grizz grizzled vets. Wow. Do you, are you guys happy? How have you been liking living in Rhode Island since you moved there? Yeah, Ash, how do you like Rhode Island? <laughs> I don't love Rhode Island, okay? This is like my most popular question. And it's not like I want to go live in LA right now, but I think that having a child really changes all of your ideas about where you want to live in life. Mm. 
and it kind of starts it from scratch. And then you realize what is really important to you. And to me, that is being close to my family because for years I was in LA, I was over at school in Syracuse, like FaceTime and like a monthly visit was fine for in person. But then when we had a kid, it's like, wait, I just want to live in my parents' house. Can we just live in my parents' house? It's not just for help. It's really, it's not just for help. It's because like, there's just, a, it's just Family. fun to it share is. those moments yeah. with, with them. So we are at my parents' 100%. house right now. And I'm just like, Jared, I never want to leave. No, and I get it. I mean, I could see the difference, obviously. So I love Rhode Island. It's my home state. My family and friends are there. I will say there's more, not that I'm, I'm super close to my family, but I think there's more of a core with hers. And Are they in Virginia, Ashley? Yeah, yeah. so it's an hour flight. So we come yeah, home all the bad. time. My parents come up and we see them in New York. Like, I definitely don't go more than no. um, a, four weeks would be a long time. But, but if you're you know, spending 90% of your time yeah. in Rhode Island and less than 10% here, obviously it's a difference. So uh, we'll see. I mean, I love Rhode Island, obviously. I foresee myself, us being there for hopefully the rest of our lives, but... You know, of course, I'm open to awful to me. Probably not going to be there for the rest of our lives. Rhode Island's great in summer, so you guys have a lot to look forward to. It is great in the summer, and I haven't really had a summer living there because the first summer I had, I was pregnant and miserable, could not go outside. And then the second summer, Dawson was very young and just an insane baby. We're getting to peak Northeast time. Yeah, I mean, from now, tell me about it. So excited from from now till I'm happy. New Year's is just, there's no other place I'd rather be because the summer's fantastic here. And then you get into fall, which is wonderful. And I don't want to be any place else in the fall. And then of course the holidays when it starts getting colder, love it. And then I know guys, you don't have to convince me. I'm Northeast for the rest of my life. I am not leaving. I love it here. And I do not miss Los Angeles, which people ask me all the time. So I I completely get it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you get it. What do you not miss about LA? Driving. I mean, me too, obviously. Yeah. God, it's and I don't, I love seasons. I love New York, my hometown. I mean, when you're from the best city in the world, why would you not want to live there again? Jared gets anxious in New York, but he's, he. Well, yeah. It's Jared. Not a big city guy. Yeah. Well, I understand that too. I, I mean, I also just, Northeast summer is so special. It's just yes, so fleeting and people just hold on to it so deeply and like go so hard. Even if it's not like, not like drinking so hard, but just like staying on the beach until like the last possible moment before you have to go home and like having barbecues and just like maximizing it. It's such a special phenomenon. I'm like so excited that it's basically here. It's like you can taste the air. There's yeah. just a, there is a magic. To this I mean, you can taste the air in LA, but it's not something you want to taste. <laughs> it's not, no, it's not the same. Um, great to catch up with you guys. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. It was great to see you. Hope everything is well. Your son is incredibly adorable. Love your thank content you. with him. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having us. And thank you for everything you do for Bachelor. I don't think you realize. <laughs> Seriously. You know, I mean, I. it's, yeah, you do a lot. Don't That's ever sell really yourself sweet. short. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Because you bring like you chicks in the office. I don't want to like discard anybody. Else, like, I wouldn't even name any other names. Those, no, but those are the two that come to mind really. When it uh, comes to non-contestant podcasts. Yeah. And I think it's really nice to have big non-contestant podcasts. It's important. Yeah. And it's important for the franchise. And I know for a fact that Bachelor really appreciates it. So that's really sweet. I appreciate it. Of course. So what's your favorite movie that came out this <laughs> Jared, past year she's so got far? another call at five. Wait, two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite movie that's come out this year. Hmm. That's 
really tough. I just want to say my favorite thing I've watched in a long time is Limitless with Chris Hemsworth on National Geographic. So if you haven't oh. watched it, oh, we got check a promo it out. package about it. That's yeah, so that up my alley. Disney Plus, right? Lo- it's for both of you. Yeah. Check okay. it out. I love that kind of stuff. Me too. I love celebrity vehicles on Discovery National Geographic. <laughs> yeah, wait, me shit. too. Like <laughs> Zach Efron's Netflix thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah and James Cameron on National Geographic too. Check it out. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's, is that about Titanic? No, it's about whales. It's awesome. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.